Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Do you need new clothes? If you're like me, then you certainly do. Anti-Forever USA is where you need to be to get those clothes. They got everything from hats and beanies to t-shirts and long sleeves to hoodies and windbreakers with more clothing coming soon. My listeners get 10% off using the promo code PLATTE. That's capital P-L-A-T-T-E. Again, the P is capital. Link is in the description of the podcast. Shop Anti-Forever USA today. Welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and joining me once again in the Local Artist Series is GT. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me back. I uh, really appreciate it. No problem, man. Actually, that's uh, one of the top, I think that's the third highest local podcast I've ever done, and it's. Uh, and I think it's actually top 10 all time. It's still getting hits, and uh, I got a lot of good feedback from from uh, the last time you were on. Now, those of you that don't remember, GT was the first and only producer I've had on the podcast uh, since since I started the Local Artist Series. And so since then, he has dropped a tape called Indigo, right? And so, um, so last time we talked, you didn't have a beat tape project out and you weren't sure whether or not you wanted a cohesive beat tape or to have multiple sounds on it because your beats have... If you scroll through your SoundCloud, you have a wide range. So what ultimately made you choose this route to do like a cohesive one? Is this something you want to do moving forward? Like this is the type of beats you want to make or is this just how it came about? That's a good question. Um, No, I mean, it's not like I'm because like there was a sound to this tape, but um, I don't know. It's not like I'm just it was just the way I was feeling. Uh, I guess that's why I it together the way it did but it was kind of like when i left like you recommended it and i kind of thought about it but um yeah i don't know it was just the sound i started um i was listening to like 90s rap you know and like especially like uh east coast stuff and like a lot of sampled stuff and like dusty vinyl jazzy stuff so um i just did one and then i did two and then eventually it was like five i'm like i might as well throw this yeah. On a collection, you know, so um, that's kind of how that came about. It was kind of accidental. It's like I just kept making these. Kind of just making music off of the moment you were in. Exactly. And it's just, they, they just happen to all have like that, those vinyl kicks and, as opposed to like 808. So I'm yeah. like, well, I already have a concept here, you know, so I might as so. well. And I wasn't putting them on SoundCloud. So I was like, I'll just 
Okay, yeah. That was, that was going to be my follow-up. So none of them were on SoundCloud before? Uh, I believe two were. It was uh, I Hate You Too was on there. And uh, there's this one called Level One. Which, oh, yeah. Which would be the only one that's even remotely trap-like, which it's not. Yeah. Just because it has a has like an 808 long kick in it so i guess that's the one exception but even then yeah. it's still like a lo-fi yeah so so what would you uh what would you classify as tape as because like you said it doesn't have a lot of like heavy kicks a lot of heavy trap in it what would you classify this beat tape as well i release it as like lo-fi hip-hop which is just okay. i mean i guess you'd have to look it up it's just like it's the opposite of hi-fi it's kind of like a low quality sound to it because like some of them i ripped straight off my like record player like oh, the samples okay but others were just like YouTube digging, but um, boom bap, I guess some of it. Um, some of it's like jazz hop. Yeah, it's a fucking category. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, just chill hip hop. Um, it's it's I don't know, it's almost like a jazz jazz mixtape, but it's just they have like boom bap drums to yeah. it. So yeah, they have some little kicks and and yeah. and drums in there. Yeah, just like there's like the drums are it's all like swing rhythms, you know. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's heavily jazz influenced, but uh, I don't know. It's almost got a little like psychedelic to it too, you know. Yeah. Especially, I mean, that's kind of what I was going for, but because uh, I don't know, I was in the the mind state when I did it. I was just taking like my, it's like microdosing acid. Right. <laughs> what that is. Yeah. So like, yeah, for like four days, like when I was really working on it. So that kind of inspired that too, yeah. Well, yeah, but like, and now that I'm thinking about it, it did. But I mean, it's not like that's not where the sound came from. It's just like right. I'd throw like little elements, like vocal cuts, in there that would tell a story, you know. Yeah. To me, at least. Yeah. Um. So actually, that's that's a good thing you just brought up was the vocal was the vocal clips. Now I know you had some audio clips. One, where are they from? And they they were in a couple tracks. Um. I believe the first one was one. The first one, which was what was the title of the first track? Was, I forget. Uh, you're reloaded. Oh yeah, and so uh, there, there was that one, and then there was one uh, a little bit later in the tape. Where did those come from? Um, on your reloaded the intro, um, you know I don't remember where I got it, but I remember it was from, like I don't remember how I was even like getting in the process if I wanted that sound, but it was a uh, it was like a 1950s commercial for a like a. Not the Red Ryder BB gun, but something similar. It was okay. like a, a bolt action Tommy gun for kids that yeah. like, didn't shoot, but it like made the noise. Like one of those, you know, right. children's toys. It was just a fifties commercial. And uh I don't know, I must have stumbled across it and was like, This is fucking this is funny. Or I liked it for some reason. I feel like And then you just told the story to me. <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, that's cool. And so then, um you had the other one a little bit later. Do you remember where you got that one from? Yeah, that was uh Casablanca for uh the first part and then it went into uh what is the name of that movie um that's another one of those 50s 60s movies uh i'm drawing a blank on it but it's like mm-hmm. a really popular movie it's got a uh, audrey hepburn in it you know what i'm talking about oh, okay yeah it's like if i yeah. if i'd seen like picture of the cover i'd be like oh yeah it's called fucking it's like right on the tip of my tongue right well <laughs> well if we'll figure it out we'll put it in the description but um yeah you know you you brought up something else earlier too that i liked and um 
you know, to me, it's it's very chill. It's easy to listen to, and that's and that's good because this is just a me thing. This isn't anything to do with with your music, or it's just a my personal thing. It's like I've always listened to lyrics. Like I I very rarely listen to beat tapes itself. Like I have yeah. to have some type of vocal on it. Like that's just my taste. But actually, this was one of those. This is this is a project, and I I promise you, it's very rare that I can listen to a beat tape and enjoy it because I feel like it's missing with without vocals. Yeah. But this was one that actually that actually did it, and so that was that was something that I really liked was just the atmosphere it created, and I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking throughout my my first listen. I wasn't I wasn't thinking like, you know, oh, how would you rap on this or yeah, exactly. what's missing? I was just kind of enjoying it, which was which was an which was a nice experience. Yeah, and I, I appreciate it and definitely I, that was like the thing too was um when I put it out and I like sent it to like uh I sent it in this group chat to like Sino and Nick and Chris yeah. and there and and uh but like I, when I was sending it to him, I wasn't like, "Here, pick these beats to rap on," because like yeah. that's what you said is true. I mean, I guess it is. I'm biased, but like, because I'm the producer. But it was kind of like meant to just listen to the beats. Like it's like you don't need yeah. to be picturing lyrics on it. Like that's how I was seeing it too. So, right. I mean, I mean, I don't know why. I think it's just because, like you said, like, there's that, the atmosphere. It's like a just kind of like sit back and listen to it thing. Like yeah. melt in the seat. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um. So I just. I, I really liked that. I really enjoyed that because coming in to to be honest with you, I'm I'm not like one that really I don't really enjoy listening to beat tapes because generally, like I said, it takes it takes a a real special beat tape to kind of like get me yeah. to listen to it and to want to listen to it even more than than just once or twice, yeah, you know. Definitely. Like like I did with this one, I I went back and listened multiple times because again, you you kind of like created an atmosphere and everything, and so um I'm. I'm wondering though, like, if you if you had to, because now that we're talking about the vocals, if you had to imagine some type of vocals on these on these beats, like how how would you how would you look at it as as the engineer of the sound? Um, uh, kind of like that that Big Sean Janico you're playing. I'd have like, I'd have like some very lyrical, um, like hip hop, but like almost like R and B, like yeah, you know, where it's like. That nineties hip hop R and B. Yeah, but then I'd have like a girl backing him up, but then like also have her parts, probably like yeah. not necessarily like singing, singing, just like yeah, just riding the waves, really, you know, like going with it. it doesn't have to be like Aretha Franklin singing, just right, kinda, right. like you know, like just like, like kind of background vocals, like to create that like yeah. intoxication feel. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's the whole goal, really, with even. The sound it was just meant to make you like chill the fuck out a little bit, you yeah. know, and just relax. Yeah. Now I want to talk about a few tracks off here. One one of them is Purple. It's a it's an eleven track. It's about twenty six, twenty seven minutes, right? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. And um, one of the tracks I want to talk about is Purple because that is one of them. Um, we talked about earlier how they don't have the the drums or the, or they or well they have the drums but they don't necessarily have a lot of heavy kicks to it and everything. But this was one that had it. Um, so, to to me as a, as a hip hop fan, it, it like kind of it kind of stood out. Like it kind of grabbed me a little bit more. Yeah. Um, why why did you decide that that was one that you yeah, wanted to put the kick in? Um, I don't know. I think because 
it's it's definitely a sample from this it was like a spanish jazz guitar like it's like it wasn't even like a popular youtube video or anything i was just digging and it, um it was just like like there's like two licks i just it's like an eight minute song and i took like four seconds that i really liked and just like mm-hmm. i like mixed and matched and looped them but um i i don't know why that one probably because it probably sounded bare without it and right. at the time like I'm sure if I went back and like took them out, I'd be like, "Oh, that's why I did it." So, it must have just sounded too airy without it, or because I mean, I always do something for a reason. So I was probably could have been covering up like a final scratch. You know, I really yeah. don't know. And that could could be they just sounded good. Yeah, because I I thought it was interesting. I I do think it it is definitely one of my two favorites off the off the tape, but um. Yeah, I, I do think that it it's it's nice because it it added a different it added a little different of a layer because it was like about five tracks in, yeah. so it was uh so it was it a nice like, yeah it was a nice little like switch up from from what you were making overall, mm-hmm. but um but yeah that that one was dope and then I liked I hate you too a lot yeah that one's kind of sad yeah that <laughs> that was that was sad I mean yeah judging by the title how did you come up with the titles by the way. Cause you know, I always, I always wonder that, like, when I'm listening to beats, like, I, I could never, if you told me to like think of a title, I could never do it. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. It's obviously easier with the vocal cuts, cause at the end of "I Hate You Too," the yeah. girl says, "I hate you too." And yeah. Then they, like in the in the movie, they end up like making out, and I'm pretty sure they go on later to fuck. But yeah, it's um, I mean, that's where I got that title. But I was like, I was going through like a, like a relationship struggle anyway so that was just fucking there and mm-hmm. the clips just came at the right time and so that that just was easy to throw everything together. happened at the right time right yeah. but um and then i named the tape indigo well i had another reason for naming it but i had the beat indigo on indigo and i'm like this is like it was my favorite beat on the tape and it's not even the first one which like, right. i think it's four yeah but uh i uh i don't know it just had um just reminded me of like there's colors to music and I just feel them and so that was easy to name too and like even the name of the tape and um I don't know I guess it's just the feeling that you're getting from the sound you're that I make I guess yeah I don't don't, it's a lot it's really weird because I don't like sit there and like for like 10 minutes and be like dwell on what I'm gonna call it usually it's just right there usually just happens yeah it's like maybe 10 seconds I'll be like this is what this is like so Hmm. Uh, it could be psychotic, but yeah. it just comes to do that. No, that's that's interesting. That's interesting, and you say that about the color too. And you know, that's indigo. You know, obviously, obviously, with it being indigo, like you know, mixing like purple, blue, pink, like exactly in, in works. But um, that's kind of what it was. It was like the jazz, and then the blues elements. Yeah, and then and, and I mean, there's like a lot of reasons. And like also, like at the time, like I was just. I was having a bad time. I wasn't depressed, but I felt like I was fading into blue, you know? Yeah. So, like, this indigo was, like, this almost there. And my next tape was going to be called Blue because I was, like, for a while, I was, like, depressed. But then, like, I got out of it. So now I have all this great, sad, blue fucking hip-hop <laughs> shit. I'm fine, too. Just like, in the vault. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do with it because I'm not, I'm not in that mood. So I, yeah. I might just never release it, which hmm. is sad because there's, like, seven fucking yeah. bomb-ass tracks. But I don't know. I guess it just depends. It's... Yeah. There's a lot involved in it, but naming the tracks usually just comes right to me. So that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was was yeah, as far as 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 far as this this tape goes and everything. Um, 
and where where you're going next with it. Um, do you do you expect to continue this sound, or was this just kind of the because fa- it sounds like it was kind of the just the phase you were in? Yeah, it was. It's probably just the phase because like for a while before this, I was in like ambient hip hop, and I had mm-hmm. some success. That's what my most success on SoundCloud came from. But like we talked about on the lot the last podcast, I don't like like tying down to one specific sound or even right. genre, but like. In my SoundCloud, it's all my hip hop shit. I'm, I'm not gonna change that. Right. That's just what I am on SoundCloud, you know. So um, no, this is probably a phase. Yeah. But like I said, like I made that. I was working on a, the blue tape. Yeah. And uh, that had a similar vibe where it was it was. Uh, it might have even been an older sound than this. Hmm. Than this one, it was like a lot of like I sampled a couple of Detroit like. Um, jazz pieces from like the 60s so i don't know it was a little it was similar but no i don't know i I don't think so i think i'm gonna move Mm. on to something else okay now that's interesting you you've mentioned like the 50s and 60s like even even the movie clips as well as the the samples and stuff what is it about that time of music that inspires you because i don't think we talked about that in the last podcast no fuck that's a good question you're like a therapist right now. Maybe we're gonna discuss. <laughs> Just I don't picking know. your brain, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I don't know. I think. I mean, I'm just I'm at large. I'm hard to please with music, especially this modern music. Um, cause like I'm I'm a lyricist guy, you know. Like, that's what I like. But um, I like good quality. I like metaphors. I like you know deep stuff. Right. And for the most part, it's not everyone, but the large majority especially mainstream music is just like i mean it's more so riding the beat than it is exactly, like adding to it yeah and so yeah but in the 50s and 60s like even the 70s it's like fuck this is they're on some deep deep stuff you yeah. know I'm talking about like so and then i don't know there's also like a it's like a carefree vibe to that type of music too you know Right. Like when you hear like lollipop, lolly, it's like yeah. I don't know. It just kind of takes you somewhere else, like a summer day or some shit. So um, I don't know. There's just something about it. That's interesting. Nostalgic, I guess. Which yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't live. In yeah, time, which is but. funny. Yeah, you're nostalgic for an era you didn't live in. So. Exactly. But yeah, that that's interesting because yeah, it it's funny like. I can even I don't even understand like fifties and sixties music that well, but like when I can hear your stuff, I can say like it has elements of it. Yeah, you know, and so, so that that's always cool, and that's one thing that I think even even before the last time we talked, I probably should have brought it up in the last podcast, but um, like you had that you had that one that you just released like right before our podcast. It was the um, it was the nineteen fifties sample. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That- yeah, that shit blew up. Yeah, yeah, that one was that one did that one did really good numbers and everything. Um, yeah, so so that's always been an inspiration that that sound. Um, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I don't know. Like, I had a my first like major influence in music at all was Michael Jackson for sure. Mm-hmm. I that fucking guy taught me rhythm, like just his music, you know, like right. So um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just sort of like. I don't know, I, like, I got, at an early age even, I got, like, sick of, like, the modern music, and, like, I could see where it was already going. Yeah. So I'd, like, just dig backwards from, like, you know, what can I mm. find that, that I like, what resonates with me. So after Michael Jackson, you know, that's, like, 
90s and I'm like, all right, let's check the 80s out. Then it's yeah. like 70s. And eventually I'm at like fucking 1920s big band shit, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, this is all good stuff. I mean, just good music from every time period. It really just, I don't know. I guess yeah, it's just how you, how you use it, how you yeah. add to it. And some shit can't be sampled or anything, you know, or yeah. even replicated. Like, um, but some shit you can and some shit I like and I'll hear fucking two seconds of it and I'm like, I'm going to loop this and I'm going to reverse it and then I'm going to fucking bring it down two octaves and then it's going to fucking sound like the way I think yeah. it can sound. But sometimes it doesn't work out, so. Yeah, man. I love it. The mind of an engineer. You know, I, I don't really get that perspective too often, so I love I love hearing it, man. Yeah, they say we're like uh, we're like goalies. Like, we're just crazy. Like goalies <laughs> and sw- I played goalie, too, so that's kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they, I've heard that. Hmm. That's, that's interesting, man, because, you know, yeah, like I said, I don't get, you're the only, you're actually the only producer to come on, on the podcast, not even once, just twice, so. You haven't got Will Wade on yet? Uh, well, I, I've I had, him, had on, him on, but, but not yeah, talking. not to talk producing, because. Because he's got some good shit. Yeah, yeah, he is, Um, he's actually, he's actually, Will Wade, where you at, because <laughs> I've hit you up a few times, and you haven't responded yet, so. Yeah, yeah so we got it. Will's MIA right now. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I but. like I like his Twitter account though. Yeah, he's. I feel like me and him would get along. I've never met him, but oh yeah, no, he's he's a, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's he's a good friend. Yeah, I'll definitely be in contact with him again soon. Yeah. But yeah, man, Indigo, it, it's a really dope tape. I'm excited to see where you go next. If you if you veer far from this, or if you stay with, uh, or if you stay kind of in these strains, but not really. And uh, maybe who knows one day maybe that blue tape is coming. I hope not, because like I said, when I, it's a <laughs> right. fucking, I was sad making it like so. Yeah, it sounds sad. It's all like a lot of it's slow, like Rhodes chords, you know, like right. So uh, it's got a lot of vocal cuts too. Like I took a, there's like a bunch of fucking like there's a Donnie Darko cut where you ever seen Donnie Darko? Yeah, where he's like in the therapist, and he's talking about his dog. Oh Calls yeah. He's like, she's like, why? He's like, you wanted to die alone. Like, that's like the whole yeah. vibe to it. And then I'm like, once I got out of that, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what changed. I mean, right. There's, I really don't know. It's not like anything major happened. But I was like, uh, I was like, this tape could probably be put aside. Yeah. Know? So if it comes back out, if I release it, you'll be like, that motherfucker is depressed. Right yeah. Now. I have to, I have to call you and be like, yo, you good, G? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. As always, man, thanks for coming on. I'm excited to see what you're doing next, man. Yeah, fuck I'm really yeah, definitely. excited. Thanks for having me because yeah. this shit's always fun. Oh, yeah, always fun, always fun. So, Indigo, it's on YouTube. Um, it's on YouTube. Just search GT Phillips Indigo, yep, and you will find it on there. Um, so, subscribe to him, support him. Um, you know, and why don't, you, why don't you give them your SoundCloud and Twitter so you can Damn, let them know where you're at? You know, luckily I have it right here. <laughs> um, all right, everyone, my. Uh, Twitter is just GT underscore Phillips. Um, you can follow me or not. And then <laughs> SoundCloud is, it's, yeah, you know, you, you probably just have to see it. It's G dash T dash P dash one. So, uh, yeah, don't, don't worry guys. I'll, I put, um, as always, if, if people don't know this, I'll, I'll clarify this. Every podcast, when I have a guest on, I put their I put their links in the description of the podcast. So, um, so if that's so if you guys didn't catch that quite, uh, don't worry about it. It the links will be in the description to both his SoundCloud and his Twitter and the beat tape as well. Um, and as for me, 
you know where you can find me. You can find me on Twitter and Snapchat and um, at Crispy1132, C-H-R-I-S-P-Y-1132. You can find me on Facebook as Chris Platty. And um, again, again, you can just, the easiest way to find me is just by Google searching Chris Platty. That's P-L-A-T-T-E. And the first four things that come up are my Facebook, a link to my iTunes podcast, a link to my Podbean podcast, and a link to my Twitter. So all four of my essentials are right there just by Google searching Chris Platty. That's the easiest way to find and interact with all of, all of my stuff. And so, as always, every Tuesday I release a, a basketball episode. Every Thursday I release a Strictly Hip Hop episode. And so um, today is the Strictly Hip Hop this week. And, you know, sometimes I sprinkle in some other surprise podcasts here and there. But, yeah, so if you're a fan of hoops, if, if you're a fan of NBA hoops, or if you're a fan of hip hop, subscribe, share, and support my podcast. And once again, GT, man, thank you for coming on. Yeah, this was cool. Thanks for having me.